Welcome to Wicked Wisdom, a podcast presented by Wicked Southern California, with your host Stephanie Cobian. Wicked Wisdom follows the same theme as Wicked, also known as Women in Cable Telecommunications, whose mission is to develop women leaders who transform our industry. Enjoy. Thank you, everybody, for joining in today uh, to another podcast edition of Wicked Wisdom uh, presented by Southern California. I'm really excited about our guest today. I have Jana Henthorne with me, and she has been a part of Wicked, especially Southern California, now for several years. And this is one of the things I really love about her. She's really into um, helping women and networking. So let me just uh, do a quick introduction about her. She is the president and CEO of The Cable Center, an educational nonprofit that tells the story of the cable industry, highlighting for the global community the significant contribution made to technology, society, and culture. Uh, Jana leads The Cable Center's mission to connect people and ideas to um, and ideas to advance innovation. So Jana, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Stephanie. It's great to be here. That, that was quite a mouthful of introduction. <laughs> I, I appreciate so well it. Well deserved for someone of your uh, stature. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you. Let's do a couple just fun questions. I always like to ask um, our guests, what's your favorite show? Could be currently on air or, you know, in the past maybe. Oh, yes. And it's a great question because after all, we are in the entertainment business. So exactly. I'm going to tell you my current favorite. And, um, and because of this atmosphere we're in, it's really fun to watch something that's clever and funny. And so I'm going to say Shit's Creek is my favorite. I love Shit's Creek. Me too. It's such, it just, it just, takes away all your troubles and makes you laugh, doesn't it? It hits all the note. It, it hits um, comedy, diversity, originality. Um, it, to me, it just hits everything. It's got every character imaginable. I, I absolutely adore that show as well. And um, I'm glad to see that it won awards actually just recently. So I think it was very well deserved. Huge swept swept the award show. So exactly, um, well exactly. You're right. There's diversity, and, mm -hmm. and as the seasons progress, we get begin to care about those characters. Mm -hmm. I I, am, I I tell you, uh, they're all wonderful characters. But my favorite is Alexis Rose uh, she, because she's really she's the central character. She's the one who grows over the six seasons. Agreed. And finds her voice and finds her space. Um, she, she'd be great uh, as a, a wicked mentor, wouldn't she? <laughs> I, yeah, all that she's been through, I just finished some episodes. If you haven't seen a spoiler alert really quickly, you know, when she graduates high school, yeah, she grows. She grows during, through her work and through just learning, yeah. My favorite character, I love Myra. My, my, Myra. Um, she just cracks me up. She's a great actress, and her character just, she doesn't get old to me. It just is hysterical. Um, wonderful, wonderful character development. We, we should all be proud of, of that. Um, yeah, I agree. Started out as a very niche, uh, uh, a niche show for pop. So 
Yeah, it shows what you can do. It shows what you can do with, with anything. And they, I think they did a fantastic job. You had said she's your favorite character on the show. Do you have any characters outside of that show that you might, that's maybe a favorite character maybe you identify with or maybe that's just um, inspired you or one you just love has been super funny or anything like that? Any favorite characters? Favorite characters? Um, oh, gosh. Um, well, I like Daenerys on, on, uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> I haven't seen Game of Thrones, but, um, I like her. <laughs> Queen of Dragons, can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong. Well, dragons, you know, um, when I, I was growing up in the cable industry, dragons were the motif for Jones Intercable. Glenn Jones, uh, had, uh, dragons as his, his logo and, so I'm pretty partial to the whole dragon mythology. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know that. That's, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that with us and all of our listeners. We would not know that. Some insight. There, there are people in SoCal who are, are saying right now, oh, yeah, Glenn's dragons, right? He would say, the dragons in their caves tremble at your approach. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Some good writing there. So you've been involved now with WICT for years. One of the things I love, you and I spoke uh, prior to the podcast about the Leahs and everything. So what is your favorite part um, about being a WICT member and about the, you know, perhaps the networking we do Mm -hmm. and what we offer? Well, I had the privilege and honor of being in the very first class of the Betsy Madness Leadership Institute. And which was, oh my gosh, I can't believe it, but 25 years ago. And um, those lessons, those, those friendships and uh, collegial relationships have lasted my entire career. And I think that's one of the wonderful programs in WICT. But then there's also the chapter development where you can volunteer as a chapter leader and, and learn and, and grow. Um, gosh, some of the programs WICT puts on, I'm just, I'm just in awe. The Rocky Mountain Tech It Out, uh, yeah. your Leah Awards, um, just amazing work by amazing women and men. Yes. I agree. And I think it's, you had mentioned chapters and that's one thing I'm really getting introduced to now is all the other chapters were each individual and yet, especially this year. Um, you know, having a lot of things online, we've been connecting a lot more with other chapters. We did a, um, like a WIC social uh, via Zoom just last week, and some of us showed up, and people from the New York chapter showed up. So it was really kind of, it's a newer opportunity because they're not only in-person events now that we can connect with women from other parts of the states because even though they're wicked we still didn't you know we don't if we don't fly to their state and go to their events we missed a lot of opportunities meeting them so it was that was a, I, I think that's really a kind of a cool thing is how the chapters are starting to um get to know each other a little bit more now as well so that's great that is yeah that's so great new, new programming right it just you have to adapt to what's happening um, so WICT is, as you know, is all about mentoring and mentoring other women. Who is, might be someone you'd consider someone who's mentored you and what makes a mentor? Oh gosh, Stephanie, I've had so many wonderful mentors 
And, and I would have to name Colleen Abdullah, um, as I said before, Glenn Jones, who uh, led our company uh, until we were uh, purchased by Comcast. And um, really what I'm doing now is what I would call reverse mentoring. So I'm mentoring some young women and men, but I'm learning more from them than I'm probably giving. And I love that. I love that. It's, it's going both ways and, and very, very exciting and helpful to me. I'm, I'm going to utilize that. I like reverse mentoring. I, I, I actually like just the, the wording of that. And I like the, you know, we always, it's always like, you know, a teacher can still learn too from our students. And it's, it's so it kind of keeps that in a circle that everybody's always learning. Everybody's starting, you know, there's always something to learn, especially again, yeah. with technology. We're if you're not learning, then you need that. You need to get out. Exactly. And, and exactly. And let me just add to one of my, one of my best mentors, I would say, is John Evans. And um, I don't know if you know John. He's a, a longtime cable operator and uh, I'm currently a member of the NCTA board. But he's so much more. He's a philanthropist. He's a, he's a social act, activist and very active in the LGBTQ community. And I talk to John regularly and learn from him and I'm guided by his wisdom. And he's a, a fantastic, fantastic mentor for me. So I don't want to forget John. <laughs> I love that. Well, I love that he, he seems to have a lot of um, amazing qualities to him that, that would make a good mentor, like you said. And I love how you've kept it going. Um, that you've kept the relationship going, that, that that to me is valuable. So tell us a little bit, just briefly, how the pandemic affected the Cable Hall of Fame this year. Well, it, it certainly did, as it has, it has affected all of us. And so we have uh, rescheduled our Cable Hall of Fame to the end of April in New York City at the Ziegfeld Ballroom. And as you know, that's a, a big in-person event. Uh, and and just we it can't be happening we have to be responsible so we've rescheduled it to april 29th of 2021 but to be honest with you stephanie we may have to be pretty nimble and flexible on that and we may reschedule it again till the fall or we may do a virtual event and we've been watching these virtual events and gosh i got to tell you some darn good events going on virtually but there are. Yes. I hope, I hope that we will be able to have the first big industry in-person event where everybody can come and, and be together in person uh, because that's really a lot about our industry, that, that collegial feeling that of seeing old friends. That, I think that's why these Zoom meetings are really mm -hmm. taking, like you said, yep. you're doing your chapters, doing Zoom meetings and people from New York are coming in. I'm seeing that with uh, uh, lots of meetings that I'm on, uh, whether it be WICT or SCTE or um, just women's groups in general. Yeah. Uh, people are hungry for that connection, which, we, which we've had. So, so it's such a blessing for us in the cable industry. So I'm hopeful that Hall of Fame will be our first big in-person event next year. 
I'm hoping to. There's a lot of things, and that's, that's definitely one to look forward to. Um, so one of the things I really want to get into the meat right now is you're passionate about innovation, and you describe it's more of a team sport. So what makes this so, and how do women play a part in technology and innovation? Great two-part question. Uh, we, at the Cable Center, for the last three years, we've been um, jumping into the whole innovation and intrapreneurship work. And entrepreneurship is simply entrepreneurship in a big company. So you're in a large company, you want to have a say, you want your voice to be heard. How do you do that? And we've developed uh, a series of classes that, that teaches that skill. And when I, when I say it's a team sport, that's one of the myths around innovation. You think of Steve Jobs and, and Bill Gates and, and uh, David Packard, that they, they built their, their, in those, those cases, computer innovations, right. garage all by themselves. Right. That's not really how innovation works for the majority of the population. In fact, uh, they've done some research Wharton School of Business has come out with, with some research saying that about 70% of innovation is, is done by teams, and it's done by teams inside large corporations. So we're not talking about what I would call transformational innovation. That's, that's the, the discovery of the light bulb. Mm -hmm. We're talking about core innovation, where you're making tweaks to processes, you're you're adding on a new sales group, you're, you're uh, designing a different way to uh, self-serve your customers. Those are core innovations, and that's really where all the, where all the juice is and the, the majority of things. There's core innovation, there's adjacent innovation, um, which is about 20%, and then transformational, which is that light bulb, uh, Thomas Edison invention, that's about 10%. Yeah. So, so uh, that's a myth about innovation, that it's, uh, that it's the lone inventor. It's really a team sport. Well, I think someone can create an idea, but you have to have a team to put it together. You know, the creator of a show, but you have to have a team to make the show. I, exactly. I find it hard to be one person who can do everything. Wist is a wonderful example of that, yes. Mm-hmm. So um, what, is, what can we do to change people's per perception of women in technology and their impact to innovation? I think that, that the, the, the perception of women as innovators in, and technologists is changing, and I, and I see that. Statistically, if you think about that, back in the 50s, um, uh, women just weren't, weren't um, lauded for that. It was mostly the men. And we've seen some great things actually from uh, the entertainment industry about some of the women innovators. Um, I'm trying to think, I think her name was Katherine Johnson, who uh, did all the wonderful things at NASA. Um, but typically women in STEM have not been uh, lauded, but that's changing. Right. So 50 years ago. Thank goodness. Yes, 50, 
50 years ago, 58% of U.S. college students were men. Today, 56% are women. Wow. And, you you, um, you brought up, sorry. Go ahead, Stephanie. I was just gonna say you brought up the um, the woman at NASA. I just watched Hidden Figures this week, a couple of years oh. late, and that just reminds me of what you're saying right now. And you brought up that I watched it two days ago. It's on Disney Plus, and I so amazing. And it's what women really can do. And I, I even I hope that movies change some perspective. I, I just think. There's so much that women can offer to, to, to everyone. Yeah, I, I think it's true that there's a cultural reporting bias in favor of male inventors, mm-hmm. but, but that is changing. That's changing. And, and I'm happy to report that just, I think that was just last month, that two women, Emmanuel Charpentier and Jennifer Doudna, were awarded the Nobel Prize in Chemistry for their work on genome editing. So Yahoo women. Um, So it's changing. It's uh, great. And and there's more, there's more we can do. We got to keep, we just got to keep, I think women, we got to keep moving forward. We just keep doing what we've been doing and we know that we can be successful. We know that we have the brains. We know we have the abilities and we just keep moving more and we keep mentoring other women. I think that's really important. We just did a whole circle coming back to uh, got to need to mentor other women. And I hope that, um, you know, hopefully this podcast, I think just learning from you has been a lot of help to people who are listening. What's, um, what's something that's coming up for you or where can people find you on social media or more about you? Well, two, two things. Um, I'm going to be on stage at Wix Tech It Out. Uh, for the Rocky Mountain region with Janice Silver, and we're doing uh, we're doing a virtual live <laughs> production on on uh, myths myths and technology, which I gave you a couple of them today. Yep. And, so um, everybody find that. Please, <laughs> Be sure to join. Please. And and um, I think Wit really does a wonderful job of advancing women in technology with Tech It Out with their other award programs. Um, it's just, it's, it's a wonderful organization and I, I'm proud to have been a member for so many years. I've been on the national board. I've been on the Rocky mountain board. I love you guys in SoCal and Thank you. Um, I want to continue to be, to be involved with WIT. So it's a magnificent organization. And as to your question on where you can find me, I am on social in, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter and LinkedIn and the cablecenter.org uh, has, we have a wonderful website and we also have, um, uh, and then we're also on social as the cable center, but please do check out our entrepreneurship Academy. As I spoke uh, about it earlier, it's this wonderful class that we've developed over the last three years that teaches uh, rising stars in organizations and big organizations, how to have a voice, how to understand that process of innovation. And folks are getting promotions and mm-hmm. uh, are really uh, giving us rave reviews on the class. So check it out. It's on our website uh, under Entrepreneurship Academy. 
Thank you so much, Jana Henthorne, for sharing your wisdom today with our audience. A reminder, she's president and chief executive officer of the Cable Center. Everybody do go check her out, and hopefully we'll catch you on the next episode of Wicked Wisdom. Thank you.